Hey everybody, it's your boy Jordan Dillard, and I'm here with another episode of Everyday Improvement. Today is different because instead of talking about tips and ways um, to improve your life, I'm going to do something that is going to be cathartic for me. Um, Back in, I believe it was 2020, uh, my grandfather passed away. Um, Right before everything with COVID really took off. Um, He passed away in February. I think maybe a few days. Was it? I think it was a few days after my birthday. I believe. And uh, that was very challenging for me to deal with um, because my grandfather raised me. So this is going to be a very emotional episode um, because we never got a chance to um, have a funeral for him. And I never got a chance to say goodbye I never got a chance to um, tell people how much I really loved my grandfather with vocal words. Um, So this is going to be an interesting episode because I'm already tearing up. So, and I knew that was going to be the case. So I grabbed my tissues uh, and I'm just going to let my heart flow as only I know how to do there will not be any cutaways to a song or anything like that I'm simply just asking that if you're listening that you just hear my words and fill my heart I'm not somebody who uh likes to show emotions like I'll show the standard ones I'll show happiness you might even see me get frustrated but I don't show extreme anger um I re- rarely show when I'm when I'm hurt um my feelings I I, I hold them close to me because I I do believe that they're personal and if I allow you to see those, it's because, you know, I, I'm really at the state where I can't hold them back. Um, but when I talk about my grandparents in particular, uh, at this stage, at this age of my life, it's very hard for me not to get super emotional because my grandparents raised me. So this episode will 
be strictly about my grandfather and his role in my life and how important he was to me and how everything that he's taught me throughout the years still affect me to this day. And next week I will be talking about my grandmother. So my grandfather's name was William Benjamin. Many called him Bill. Um, many called him Mr. Mr. Benjamin, Mr. B. <laughs> One of his nicknames that he told me when I was younger, they used to call him Matt Gilbert. I have no idea. I still don't understand why that was ever the case. But my grandfather was relatively known um, by many in Philly. He's respected by a lot of people because my grandfather was pretty much a roughneck growing up. Um, he didn't demand respect. He commanded respect with his presence. No matter where he went, no matter who he was talking to, people always had a reverence for my grandfather, for Mr. Bill, for Mr. B, for Pops. <laughs> but for me, growing up, I just called him Pop. I, well, when I was younger, I used to call him Poppy. It was Poppy and Nana. Um, but for me, growing up, watching my grandfather, to me, he was the nicest human being I had ever met <laughs> outside of my grandmother. Um, the way he showed me love, the way he took care of me, he was the first father figure that I had. <clears throat> I didn't know my dad at first, growing up uh, it was in the beginning it was just me and my mom and then when we left Erie Pennsylvania we moved to Philly where my grandparents live and when we lived in Erie my grandparents would come visit us often at least I can rem I can remember there was times where I would call them on the phone. And it's, they're, they're very vague memories because I was very young. But I remember talking to them on the phone and then them coming to visit and stay with us when we lived in Erie. You know, when I turned five, we moved here. We moved to Philly. And with us moving here, I don't know the details of what was going on I have ideas, I have speculations, but I moved with my grandparents and my mom moved someplace else. Um, and it was different because I was used to having my mom around. But when I moved with my grandparents, things became so much easier because I was 
in a loving environment and I was for the first time in a two-parent household. I was no longer just being raised by my single mother. I was being raised by my grandmother and my grandfather. And the amount of love I received in that home really shaped who I am today. The Jordan that you guys know, the Jordan that you guys have had conversations with, he doesn't exist if it wasn't for my grandparents. I don't exist as this specific human being that I am today if it wasn't for the influence of my grandmother and my grandfather. My grandfather was a quiet man. Like, he he rarely talked. <laughs> he didn't say much in the house. But when he did talk, you listened. When he did talk, you felt his presence. My grandfather is... Now that I'm older, now that I'm a 34-year-old, almost 34, 34-year-old man, I look back on how my grandfather carried himself. This man was always in a suit. He always smelled extra clean. You could smell my grandfather <laughs> from up the block. <laughs> no exaggeration. At least that's, that's how I remember it. His cologne, he had nice watches, nice shoes, nice suits, hair, haircut, shape up, nice shades, nice glasses. My grandfather was like, my grandfather was a man. <laughs> that's that's all I that's all I can can think of is how much of a man he was. He carried himself like a man. who was about his business, who was about taking care of his family, who was about taking care of those under his roof, who was about protecting those in his presence. That meant me and my grandmother at the time. He was such a phenomenal person in my life because I didn't have my dad at first it was just my grandfather even when I didn't even know I didn't I didn't even know who my dad was at the time I wasn't sure of it I didn't know but I knew my grandfather was there from the time I can remember up until the time he passed away. Me and him used to go down to the gallery and uh, back when it was the gallery ugh, and we took we took pictures we would always go to KB Toys 
every time we went to the gallery, he takes he takes me in the KB Toys every time, every time. We would go to McDonald's and I would get my chicken nugget meals and we would sit and we would talk and I'd probably be talking about nonsense about toys or about some show or whatever it is that I'm watching and he's just listening listening intently and he's just smiling at me or he's winking at me he would oh damn I'm about to cry he would uh he would there would be times where we would I would just be sitting in the living room and I would just be minding my own business and he would just walk by and he would just wink at me and it would it would do something to me man it would make me feel like it would make me feel like I was special and that was super important it was super important at that age to feel like I was special to somebody who looked like me a male a male father figure there was times where I didn't understand why I didn't know my dad I didn't I I didn't see him I didn't even I didn't know anything about his whereabouts I didn't know nothing but my grandfather did his best job to alleviate the pain that I was having at those times, even though I didn't even know it, right? I had no idea that I was, that I missed my father because I had a strong male figure in my life. the reason I'm so emotional about this is because I didn't get a chance to to say this and this has been on my heart for almost two years now <laughs> like COVID came and then we just couldn't do we couldn't do funerals and my grandfather had always told us that he wanted to be cremated anyway so um I have his ashes. My, you know, my my uncle took care of that. You know, I have I, I I have his ashes with me. Um, but we, I never was able to. I never was able to 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 vocalize this. You know, I've 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 discussed how I felt, and you know, his impact on my life. Of course, with my wife Janelle. I've talked with my sister who shares the same feelings for our grandfather. But it hits differently for me now because I'm I'm a grown man with two kids. And the love that he um, he he shared to me, I get to share with my two sons. And every time I look at them, and every time I do something for them, I just think of how 
important my grandfather's role in my life was. Everybody who who knew me in the neighborhood when I was growing up, and they came through the house, and they came to you know chill with me. They knew my grandfather. My grandfather treated them like they were his own, but they never felt like it. In fact, the first thing, one of the things that all of my friends would tell me when they met my grandfather, because he would normally just sit in his chair. He would he would have his chair in his in his living room. He would sit in his chair. Uh, he would have his newspaper, probably be reading like the TV guy or something like that. He'd have a Pepsi. And he'd just be sitting in the living room watching TV. So before you came in the house, you had to you had to always basically acknowledge him. So you coming in the house, the first person you see after I let you in, in the door, no matter what house it was, whether it was the house on, on, on Samson Street, the house in Southwest, Pop is sitting in the living room and and you walk in and you have to say hello to him. But everybody was super intimidated to speak to him because my grandfather, he just had a presence about himself. He had a presence about him that he looks way bigger than he actually is. Everybody come in. Hey, Mr. Bill. Hey, Mr. Bill. Hey, Mr. Benjamin, how you doing? And he would, you know, he would nod. He would say hello. And afterwards, when you go upstairs and we, you know, we start to play with our toys and start to play the video games or whatever, they would say, man, your, your, your granddad, he's, he's scary. And to me, I'm just like, what are you afraid of? Like, this dude's the nicest human being I've ever met. Like, he... He was just a caring, caring individual. He had his flaws, like most most people do. He wasn't perfect. He wasn't a perfect man by any stretch of the words. But he damn near was perfect to me. His interactions with me, the way he loved me, the way he treated me, he treated me like I was his actual son. I love my father to death, but no man has ever showed me the type of love my grandfather showed me. It's because of my grandfather that I actually gave my dad a chance I met my father my dad because I don't like to call him father I met my dad when I was 14 years old I think might have been in my sophomore year so I might have been 15 I think I was in my sophomore year of high school and my uncle had ran into my dad gave my number my dad reached out because he was looking for me and he wanted to see me he wanted to meet me I had reservations because I was just like do I even need you at this point 
Like, I have my, I have my grandfather. Like, would this be disrespectful to him? So many emotions was going through my head. And so I, I sat and I talked with my grandfather. And he told me that my dad was a good man. And he's looking to make amends for whatever that happened in the past between him and my mom. He's looking to make amends with me and I should give him a chance. And that meant the world to me because here I am thinking, I don't want to move my grandfather out of the way for somebody that I haven't even met. My, my grandfather, knowing what I needed because he was a man, he saw fit to encourage me to form a relationship with my own father, my own dad. This man has been one of the greatest influence in my life. We never really talked about a lot of things when I was growing up because I, I had so much respect for my grandfather. In our relationship, I just wanted it to stay the way it was. I just wanted I just wanted him to know I loved him and I knew he loved me. And we were both just kind of we were both kind of quiet people. Like we're naturally like I'm naturally a quiet person, a reserved person. I get that from I feel like I get that from him. I feel like it's from me watching him grow up. He's not even, he, so he's not my biological grandfather. But you couldn't tell me any different the way I was raised and the way, how, how similar I am to him in some aspects. It truly is nature versus nurture sometimes. And I think his nurturing allowed me to, to act more like him. I just wanted him to know how much I loved him, how much I appreciated everything he did for me. And I got a chance to tell him that. Um, before he passed away, we knew it was coming. Um, he was placed in hospice care and they were telling us that it wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he didn't have long. And I remember, which I'll, I'll go into this a little more when I talk about my grandmother next, next week. But I remember how sudden it was 
that my grandmother had passed. I didn't see it coming. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know that I was going to wake up one morning and she was going to be gone. That wrecked me. I was wrecked for about three weeks crying in the middle of the night, uncontrollably just waking up. And I I remember I still was I still was hurt for that for six months after that. Like I I never got over that because it was it was hard and it was sudden. This 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 time I actually knew that he was getting ready to pass, so I had to prepare my mind for it. I had to prepare my my heart for it. And so I went and I seen him. I got the got the chance to see him. I got a chance to see him before he passed away. Me, my wife, my sister, and my boys. We 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 want to go see him. And as I'm talking to him, and he's he's just he's laying there because he he doesn't have much strength. I'm just looking at him. He's looking at me. We're, we're locking eyes. I used to be I used to be so uncomfortable to uh, look him in the eye because he was intimidating at times. But we were looking each other in his eyes, in, in, in each other in the eyes, and that was one of the first times that I felt like I was really having a deep conversation with him without any words coming out. I could see his eyes telling me he was proud of the man that I became. He was proud to see me get married. He was proud to see me have kids and become the father that I am today. He was proud to have been my grandfather to have been my father figure for the first 15 years of my life. He was proud that he knew that my wife and my kids were in good hands, that he did everything he could possibly to raise a man that he could be proud of. And I sit back to him as I was staring at him that I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that I was blessed with him as my grandfather. I'm so thankful to have a man who showed me what it means to love what it means to be a husband what it means to be a father what it means to have respect and show respect what it means to be the leader of a family I'm grateful for everything that he's done for me
from teaching me how to hold my hands, from instilling confidence in me. I am not the man I am today without his influence, without his love, without his guidance. I thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this, for allowing me to bear my heart and my soul on this podcast. I hope that this somehow helps you realize the important people in your life who's made an impact on your life. Call them. Tell them you love them. Whether they're a friend, whether they're family, whether it's a teacher, doesn't matter. Never let the chance go by where you think about somebody that you love and you care about and you don't tell them how you feel. I thank you for listening to me. I thank you for taking this journey with me. I bear my heart and my soul on this. I love you guys. Peace. Take care.